Welcome everybody! I wasn't sure what you were gonna say! It's going, it's eCourse Adventures Live! Yay! Happy Tuesday, Tuesday everybody August out there! August 28th! It's uh, almost the end of the summer. Whoa, don't say that. I'm in denial. Oh, but that's why we're wearing our t shirts. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's still it's summertime. And uh, yeah. I think Blair just held his breath for a world record amount of time moments before this the last like 15 minutes oh, or so man. of figuring out some technical difficulties so that technical we could do the show difficulties 20 minutes before show is stressful <laughs> i want to retire it's um yeah what can i say you know having good equipment's an important piece of this whole e-course world and um you know a year ago i thought i was doing the right thing upgrading my my laptop but it's been a headache ever since um, you know, I think think pads are great pieces, but you know, once in a while you just get a lemon and I think you got a lemon. Yeah. I mean, I like lemonade. It's just been challenging making lemonade out of this lemon, but yeah, what can I say? It's been to the shop many times. Thankfully warranties are a good thing. Yeah. Send it back. Send it back and go back to Mac. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> the great debate. Um, would love to hear all, from all our viewers if you guys are PC or Mac and what's your preference out there. That'd be kind of cool. But anyways, enough about me and my computer right now. We're going to ignore that. Yeah. But it should be working. Hopefully it's all good from your end. I, uh, so what do we got today, Bradley? Well, I'm actually super duper stoked about uh, the conversation we're about to have today. We have Chris Gilmore from Changing World Project, who is going to be joining us today. And Chris is a wilderness survival specialist and emergency preparedness consultant. And we're working on a very special e-course with Chris that you might even get some sneak peeks today if you stick yeah, around long enough. Yeah, sneak peeks. So yeah. just after our awesome intro. Hello. Okay, so, so what have you been up to What lately? have I been up to? I have been going deep into the world of After Effects. Whoa. It's uh, a program by Adobe, if you're not familiar with it. Um, it's kind of one of the, the main programs that the industry uses for a lot of the awesome special effects, like that intro probably was made in After Effects. A lot of the fun things that we did in green screen magic with the magician was after effects based um the art of e-course creation started using some after effects in there um it's uh it's a hefty program but it does wonderful things and i'm addicted to it but it's challenging it's a love-hate relationship oh it's uh it's dirty yeah yeah <laughs> you know it's just because it's so processor um, it, it requires so much processing speed to do what it does. And this, even this awesome laptop that another love hate relationship at the moment just is having a hard time handling what wants to happen. So it's like doing, it's like doing video work on like a 20 year old computer and screen, it goes like click, click. And that's actually kind of fast. It almost like click to the next frame loading click to the next frame oh god and so you know if you're if you're doing 30 frames per second you can imagine trying to play that sounds terrible oh it's it's challenging but 
it's still worth it. And so we're going to do, we're going to show you some stuff from that and yeah. how you can get into that to make your e-courses so much better using some After Effects, even finding the After Effects templates that are out there that people are putting together um, that you can purchase. We purchased the one that we're actually helping with the Survive the Storm with Chris. Uh, we found an awesome news uh, news studio room to assist us. Instead of us having to spend all the time creating it, we were able to purchase this it looks so good. awesome <laughs> template. Um, you know, if you get lucky, some, you know, there's going to be templates for a lot of things. There's going to be templates for, um, or there's not going to be templates for probably more. So sometimes you have to find an artist to help you and just get lucky. But we got lucky. We got lucky. And we're going to show you how to, how we did that today in, in the, the how, how did you do that? Same Which thing. is not right now. We're going to do no, that later. No, was, so you got to stick around. Up. Yeah, we got to get the vocal cords going here. Yeah, and uh, so that's what I've been up to. It's been uh, it's been good. It's challenging because I'm just in front of the computer a lot. Yeah. You know, what about you? What have you been up to? I'm in front of the computer a lot. <laughs> I guess it's part of the biz. <laughs> it's right? when you work. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I want to work on the internet, so I have more free time." But what you actually do is you spend a lot of time in front of your computer. Yeah, not with real people in in person, like like this. I'm in, I'm but real. I, you know what? It provides so much freedom. You know, like being able to be home right now in this giant studio yeah. and uh and like be able to play with the munchkins like on lunch breaks and be able to go outside and hang out and do writing outdoors and like there's so many perks to working on the internet like it's just ridiculous i mm -hmm. i to think about having to leave in the morning and then come back at night just seems like i couldn't do it it's been 14 years of independent ship that i just i couldn't go that route anymore and so if you're in that nine to five grind and you're doing the e-course thing on the side like um really get clear on when you're you're outing yourself from that biz and what mm -hmm. do you need to do in order to replace your current active income of your job with income from online course sales because that's when the momentum really picks up for you and uh, that's that's an exciting milestone that we're excited to help you get to and that's what the great e-course adventure can help you do is to really replace that that have to go to work and do that job thing and uh, and start making money online you know it's one of those dreams I have to outfit my uh, my 91 van again and uh, my Volkswagen van and to you know put some solar panels on it and some nice suspension and drive it down the coast and just work from work from my van and make that my office space. But the reality is it's still going to be, you know, like a good four to six hours, if not more in front of my computer every day, no matter where you no are, matter, I could be at the yeah. beach, but then I'm at the beach having to be on my computer. I don't know what's worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like just being in the office and just doing it or being, you know, lakeside somewhere and still having to do it, but you just got to do it. You know, no one else is going to do it for you. And hopefully, I mean, we're, I think we're coming up to a time, maybe in a year from now, where we'll have more of a media support team who's going to be helping to do some of the grunt work for yeah. you. But, totally. And we're building the systems. I mean, that's, that's why I'm spending so much time right now is we're, we're building the new systems. We're building the new platform. We're kind of setting up the foundation to really launch from. And I was saying over our morning drink this morning that, um, you know, once we go live kind of October, November will be our beta of, of being live on mighty networks. And then, 
um, from there, like we'll have the foundation, we'll have the template to keep duplicating more and more courses on our platform. So we can help all of you get launched quicker. We can help all of you create your own sales pages and landing pages quicker. Like there's just a lot of groundwork happening right now. And when uh-huh. you're, it's kind of like when you're building a ship and you're the mechanic that's like down in the boiler room and you're just kind of like sweating your butt off doing the hard work. And then you come out, it's like, Oh yeah. Wow. There's a whole ship here. And that's kind of what it feels like we're building right now is like a giant ship to be able to sail the internet seas. I think of the analogy of, you know, when you have a, a house and you're just like, oh man, it's going to be so great to have like a, a really nice house party. Invite all my friends, have some dinner, you know, and hang out on the deck um, and, and just enjoy each other's company with some nice music, you know, all that stuff. But then you realize you have to build the house. To, just to get oh, to that you're like man. oh yeah shoot oh <laughs> fantasies are so much easier yeah. in theory <laughs> yeah totally right <laughs> yeah um speaking of which uh you know in theory there's a good possibility that your area might get hit with a superstorm in the coming years one of those uh-huh. intense insane weather patterns that are unpredictable and super gnarly that you know, could devastate your local community. It's happening all over the world right now. It's happening through wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, tsunamis, like all of the things are happening right now. It feels like, you know, mother earth is just kind of like, totally. So it's like, how do we survive that as, as the earth gets a little more wild and crazy, you know, what can we do to protect our families and be prepared if we get separated during, during something crazy, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, where would we turn? Who do we know that could, who do you know that could help you learn that? Well, fortunately, two years ago when we launched the Great E-Course Adventure, we had a wonderful spark of energy like a lightning bolt come into the community campfire, and his name is Chris Gilmore. Chris, are you here? Is he there? Chris. Chris? Oh, Oh. he's, he's muted. So if you could just act is this one out for us, Chris, you're on, you're on mute. Is he muted? I hope your sign language skills are he, good. He doesn't say he's muted. Maybe we can't hear him. Okay, we got some technical difficulties here again. Stand by, folks. Must be one of those days. So, Brad, can you... Um, what else did you do this weekend? Or this <laughs> week? uh, I taught a golf clinic. Um, my buddy Isaac, and Isaac is a, is a professional golfer and has played multiple tours and uh, is a world-class golf coach and him and I have been teaming up all year and we did a couple sold out golf coaching workshops and next year we're actually going to be hosting Salt Spring Island where we live here uh, golf retreats multi-day golf retreats for people to come relax work on their game and also work on their mind and emotions Um, golf is such a for me it's a it's an incredible vehicle for self-transformation and self-awareness because every single shot I'm stepping up there, I have to be aware of what's going on physically, mentally, and emotionally, and at the same time, hold a target off in the distance. And it's actually kind of like entrepreneurship. You know, you've got this goal way off in the distance. Let's just say, like for us right now, October 1st is the goal to get things going where you all be able to experience the new, the new frontier. And, but right now we're here. And we're not over there. We're not at the target. We're, we're right here. And so we need to, you know, stay focused and stay present and keep our emotions and our mind at bay. And we need to just take the next step and to execute on the game plan. 
And so that's uh, for me, like golf and entrepreneurship are so interconnected. It's such a, a beautiful practice for me to get to do every day. Mm. Um, did it, did my stalling buy you the time you need it? Well, let's, I'm, I'm still not hearing Chris at the moment. Interesting. Um, I'm curious, like for all of you out there and if you're in the community, you know, like what are you doing for fun and how can you weave that into what you're doing for e-courses? Like with the great e-course adventure, our journey up the mountain, um, a part of how we came up with that metaphor and that whole concept is while we were designing our curriculum, we were taking these epic hikes up these mountains and just writing in our journal. And we're like, well, this is how e-courses should be built. And so that's what we did. Um, can you, right I just now, in and out. Can you hear me now? Hey. Oh, hey. Well, to be continued on that story, the guest of honor hey. just arrived at the party. Nice. Sometimes that's all you got to do, eh? Just log in and out and problem solved. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was starting to continue. Uh, I was starting to think about turning my computer on and off, but this whole show would just come to an end. So that's not <laughs> doable right now. Yeah, I just logged out and came back and it sounds like we're good, so... Chris Great. Gilmore, it is wonderful to see you, sir. Welcome to the show, Chris. Yeah, so awesome. I'm pumped to be here. This is great. So let's just uh, go back to the beginning. How long ago was it that you arrived at the, the gates to begin your ascent to launch Summit? Uh, I was part of the original beta group that came on. Uh, so you guys did an interview with uh, Tad Hargrave there. Um, you and Andy Bradley, like way, I want to, was that two years ago, two and yeah, a half years ago? a little over two years ago. Yeah, so I came on with the initial beta group um, coming out of that very first marketing push that you guys came on. Wow, uh, so that's, that's a long that's time. When I jumped on the mountain. You got the deal of a lifetime, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I did, man. I, I feel like I've got a university degree in the last two years since I've been on this mountain. I mean, <laughs> combined with uh, all the other work I've been doing in research. So. Yeah, what was it that actually drew you to the mountain? You know, because I, I know from our conversations over the years that you've learned a lot that you weren't even expecting, but originally what was your thoughts and dreams coming into the Grady course adventure? Yeah, well, I, I've been a teacher and I've been, I've been self-employed and I don't know whether I technically classify as an entrepreneur. I think more of like a, a solopreneur. Um, uh, but I've been doing that working on my own for about 10 years and uh, I teach a lot and I'm on the road constantly. And I hit this place of just being exhausted, uh, being on the road all the time. And I love teaching. Um, but I hit this place where it's just not sustainable for me. One, I'm not making enough money doing it. And two, I'm exhausted all the time. And I don't actually have time to do the things I love because I'm spending so much time teaching other people how to do them. Mm. So I started exploring, you know, what potential is there in the online world uh, to, to make some money and kind of leverage those tools to have a more sustainable lifestyle for myself. So I started by just like digging into everything, you know, watching every uh, kind of sleazy webinar that was out there um, and checking everything out. And, um, and you know, I was, I was just basically gleaning the little bits that I could get from everything, but nobody was really standing out to me as someone that I really wanted to learn from. All of it kind of just had this like scammy, cheesy, sleazy element to it, the whole like get rich thing, yeah. uh, which just didn't really yeah, connect with, with my soul, you know? Uh -huh. So when Bradley did the interview with Tad, uh, talking about the vision behind the Great East Course Adventure, I was just like, yes, these are my people, you know? Um, people that want to make a good living for themselves, but also want to provide quality and be real good people and that we're in it for the long game, not just uh, wanting to get rich quick and not even caring whether people finish their course or get results or whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, I just felt a different vision uh, of what was going on here. And that was the first one that I actually bought after like checking out, 
you know, dozens of web free webinars and people making the sales pitch. And I'd always just be like, Nope, I'll take my little free bits and move on, you know? And, and I basically signed up the second I, I saw that interview with Brad there. So that's super cool. In. Well, you've been such a, an amazing asset for us to have in the community because you're such a team player and in, in how you show up and converse with other members and support people and brainstorm. <laughs> like it's, it's been such a pleasure to have you. And now that we're collaborating on your course, survive the storms, it's, even greater to get to know you on a, a much more creative and deeper level. Um, it's, it's so awesome. And what we're creating together is I think it's going to be game changing for the e-learning industry and how we're building a course. Cause finally we're working on a course that's not on building courses. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's like we graduated. Um, and at the same time, there's, there's so much chaos happening. You know, I'm reading these reports about the BC wildfires and how this is the new norm. And like, you know, we're living on this little Island here that any moment, one, one cigarette, butt could, could basically torch the whole Island. And, and how do we prepare for that possibility? And what do we do if it happens? And same as earthquake zones, you know, we're, we're here on the West coast, which is a huge earthquake zone and also tsunamis. So, you know, it's, the skills that you have are things that I've been wanting to learn. And I know that that's mirrored in so many people that I know. So your course is very, very timely. Um, so maybe, maybe you want to just, before we give a little sneak peek, just talk about what you're working on. What is the main course that you've been focusing on lately? Sure. So the one I'm working on right now, and I should mention, I did launch one other course, uh, the first year that I was on the mountain. That's right. Um, yeah. So, so this is my second course that I'm doing now. And the um, first course, where can people find it? It's a tracking course, right? It is a tracking course. Uh, if you go to We Are Wildness University to check it out, I'm actually planning on pulling it down shortly, though. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I've got. We're going to go in a new direction with that. Um, so, uh, yeah. So maybe maybe worth holding off if that's something that interests you. But I just thought it's worth <laughs> mentioning. I did do one other course, so there's a lot of good lessons from the launch of that first course. Right. Um, and then I launched that like over a year ago, almost two years ago. Like I got it off pretty quickly when I started. Um, and I've learned so much since then that I'm really excited to go back and completely rebuild it and relaunch it with everything I've learned in the last couple of years. Nice. That's so great. once we get through survive the storm, I'm going to go back and redo that course. Um, but it has been, you know, uh, relatively, or I want to say mildly successful, you know, uh, which is pretty exciting. So yeah. I think I've got about a hundred students that have done in, uh, in it. I've done almost zero marketing or advertising for it. Um, so That's it's great. definitely paid for its time and then some, which is, which is pretty amazing. You know, it's a step in that the direction I want to go. Yeah. Um, and really I looked at that first course. Uh, I, di- I didn't even think about money or return on investment in making it. I was really just thinking like, cool, this is the learning grounds, you know, yeah. and I'm going to create this first one. I'm going to pick a topic that I know really well, where the content's going to be easy. I'm going to get it out and I'm going to see what I learned. Um, yeah. and, and that's what I did. And now I'm excited to go back to the drawing board and actually turn it into something that's, uh, that's profitable yeah. uh, and make it even a way funner experience for yeah. the students. Mm-hmm. You hear that, folks? His first one was for practice. So if you're out there and you're building your first course and you're trying to perfect it so that you can make your millions of dollars or six-figure income, like just just treat this like your university degree. How long do you go to university? Two to four years, sometimes longer. So yeah. just remember that. Like just ABC, always be creating. I know that's something that you've you've expressed before, Chris. Just, you know, that mentality coming in, recognizing that you weren't going to create the perfect course, that there was the, you know, the time required just to learn it all, to refine the skills. And, yeah. you know, I, I can see how that comes from your background. 
right? Just knowing that to refine the skills to get to that level of like what we're doing now, the course that we're finally creating together at this stage, like surpasses that last one immensely. Yeah. You know, and we see that too, as we continue to create everything. Yeah. So, so let's, yeah, without further ado, let's tell everybody the course that you're creating. Cool. Yeah. So this is hopefully the first in a series of courses that we're calling survive the storms. Um, and the idea, I guess where, where maybe I'll start with kind of where the idea comes from. So in my work teaching, uh, ecology, wilderness survival, the outdoors, um, and working with a lot of people on the road, I started really realizing that there's a lot of people that are becoming really concerned about where the world's heading right now. So I was picking up on this fear. Um, and this thing that, you know, some people talk about it a lot, uh, and then often get labeled kind of crazy and doomsdayers. Uh, and then a lot of people don't talk about it at all, but they actually feel it in their body and they're actually concerned. Yeah. Um, and I was picking up on a lot of people that I was coming across that are actually kind of concerned about the world, you know, and at the end of workshops, people would pull me, we do a workshop on wilderness survival. Uh, and at the end of the workshop, someone would pull me aside, some like young mom or something, you know, and out of nowhere, she'd be like, so what do we do if like the world goes to hell and the zombies come kind of scenarios, you know? Uh, and it was finding that like every single class people were coming up with these like worried about these extreme scenarios yeah um so I, I recognized a need in a starting point that people are worried about the state of the world um and the flip side of that is like traditional emergency preparedness is super boring boring and super dry um mm. and everyone's so busy everyone knows they should uh -huh. have an emergency kit everyone knows they should have an emergency communications plan you know i shouldn't say everyone but most people know they should have these things how many people actually have them uh, and when I start polling people and asking, like, nobody does, but everyone knows they should. Uh, and some of it's actually really easy to achieve, but people just can't make it a priority because we're so busy with whether it's taking kids to baseball practice or going to work or whatever, all the things that keep us busy. Um, so the, the journey of this course for me has been like, hey, how do I make it really easy and really fun for people to actually get some things in place in a really short period of time? so that they can all of a sudden like sleep a little bit better at night and feel like, wow, uh, I've actually done something and I'm actually a lot better off than I was, you know, a week ago. Totally. Uh, and that's because why I put these been, things in place. That's why it's so been so much we, fun. We, Sorry, I was just gonna say, that's why it's been oh, so please. much fun working together with you and, and co-creating this course. Cause we've been, we've been really making this a fun experience, really themifying it and, and making it so they're actually living. And what was that part that, um, you know, your production assistant, Kim, you know, led you to understanding like the whole adventure. There was like a whole world of, of like adventure. in gaming learning and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of exciting, you know, and as I've been starting to pull a team together, cause I started off trying to do everything myself and then almost gave up. Uh, and then Bradley said, don't give up, Chris, this is such a great idea. Um, and then I decided to start pulling in a team to help me pull it off. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I've got a girl helping me with the film and she is a bit of like a gamer, like playing video games, uh, which is not a world I know anything about. I'm an outdoors guy. Um, but she introduced me to this whole world of people that play survival games online. And the feedback coming from that community is the games are never real enough. Um, so now that just opened us up to a whole new potential target market of these people that like playing video games. They already interact with the computer. They already have an interest in survival. So what we're doing with this e-course is we're making them the real character in the video game where you go in, you interact with a thing. So how, how the course is going to be laid out, it's basically going to be like a six day course um, where you watch a, a five to 15 minute video each evening uh, and it's a newscast. Um, and it's basically like you're in the storm. This is what's happening now. You yeah. Know? Like it's happening um, right now. It's coming 
are you ready? <laughs> totally. And then each newscast is like, cool, this is where we're at in the storm. And this is what you need to do to survive the next 24 hours. Go. Uh, and then the, the people basically have the next 24 hours to pull off some of these objectives, like get their emergency communications plan together, get some gear together, learn about purifying water or collecting water in a flood, like uh, fun stuff like that, you know? So the whole idea is that like, it's literally like you spend half an hour a day on this for six days. And then all of a sudden you can put like a big check in your preparedness box and be like, wow, I actually like, that was kind of fun. I did it with my kids. Uh, it didn't take a lot of time. Um, and like, this could actually save my family's life. And then the hope is that people are going to get the hook and want to go way deeper because we want to make a whole series of these themified around different um, scenarios. So the first one is the superstorm, but we want to do survive the earthquake, survive the pandemic, uh, and all these different uh, avenues of it um, to train people just to be really have really awesome skills yeah. um, and be really confident, uh, empowered people in a changing climate and in a changing world. I love the. I was actually when I was out for a walk this morning i was thinking about the survive the blizzard course and i had some cool ideas on how we could film that one hmm. <laughs> i'm so excited i mean these are they're just going to be such exciting courses for people to go through and that's really what we're about here at eCourse adventures is how do you take e-learning and make it something that's exciting that people actually want to participate in and you know i really feel like we're we're on to something really special here. I'm in the world. i love it oh um so there Blair, yeah, do you yeah. uh, do you have a something that you want to? Should we do a little sneak peek? I think this is a great time. Let's let's show some of our our initial footage. So this stuff that we have here are just some of our drafts. Still, we're still in the production phase, but we figured we'd take the time to to show everybody a little sneak peek. Um, so the first video we'll show is what I've been up to creating. Um, pretty much the so the whole theme again, as we've hinted, is it's a newscast. Um, comes up on your, you know, you're like tuning in and breaking news. There's this giant storm coming. And, um, and so, yeah, so this is what we created. So let me see if this works because this is some of the technical difficulties. So screen share. Whoa, here we go. All right. That looks like it's working. So here we go. This is the um, sample. Oh, can you turn volume up? Yep. We bring you this breaking news story. Meteorologists from the National Hurricane Center are tracking a rapidly forming weather event. They are seeing some early indicators that this system has the potential to grow into yet another record-shattering superstorm. The system jumped from a Category 1 hurricane to a Category 5 in a matter of hours. It is already larger in diameter than both Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma that devastated parts of the United States and the Caribbean in 2017 with unprecedented winds and flooding. It is becoming increasingly worrisome that this storm may have the power to travel far inland due to the sheer size of the system, the speed it is traveling, and its unique trajectory moving over several large inland lakes. Current models are forecasting this superstorm will likely pass hundreds of miles from the coast and pass over communities not normally affected by traditional hurricanes. It is expected to bring flooding, high winds, tornadoes, and hail. Meteorologists and emergency management professionals have never seen anything this large form this quickly, and it is moving directly towards our viewing area at this time. 
we have brought in disaster preparedness consultant and survival instructor Chris Gilmore from Changing World Project to brief us on what to do, what to expect, and to offer his advice on what you should be doing to prepare your family in the coming days. <laughs> so Chris, are you there? I am. <laughs> so, yeah. So that is Hi Barbara. The, <laughs> hey Chris, it's nice to see you. You look good. How how's everybody doing? How's the family? <laughs> <laughs> you uh so for everybody, that's how each of the uh each of the lessons will open is with the news anchor and then there'll be a uh, a bit of a conversation between Chris who'll be on location where the storm is and Barbara Cooper who's at the uh, who's the news anchor there. And she'll be asking Chris questions, and Chris will be showing you exactly what to do for the next stage of surviving the storm. Uh huh. Yes, and Chris, I think it was quiet for you because uh, I think the way that you're coming through in Zoom, it's not being projected, oh, but it's okay. being broadcasted at full volume. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Um, so that's just one little scene, uh, and then we have. Do we have another piece of footage to show? Yeah, I just want to say it was fun when we was cho we were choosing the name for our news anchor, and uh, so Paige who who um, played the role, she came up with Barbara Cooper, and we're like Barbara Cooper, yeah, Barbara Walters and Anderson Cooper to coming together. <laughs> I didn't even hear that yet. <laughs> just Great. handling that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so then we've got this next video that's coming from your side, and uh, Kim's work. You two going out? Want to just kind of give a little briefing on that? Yeah, so this is going to be uh, B-roll that's happening. So in the storm, uh, the first lesson of the course is actually going to be a free module that we're giving away. Uh, so hopefully it's kind of like the hook. Um, and this one is on situational awareness. So how to look at the world through the eyes of the survival expert. And we're kind of playing off of like a Jason Bourne, uh, Bourne Identity, Katniss Everdeen, Hunger Games kind of feel. Uh, so there's going to be some exercises around just how you read the landscape. Um, so this is me kind of explaining how I want people to look at the landscape. Um, and this is the fun kind of B-roll that we're playing around with to, to capture it that'll be going on as I'm explaining the activity. Great. So here we go. Let's screen share again. Awesome. So the game is to make a mental map of potential resources and hazards everywhere you go. Whether driving down your street to work or around town on errands, I want you to be always scouting your surroundings looking for resources that can be useful now or later. Be creative and think about shelter, water, fire, food, tools, and so on. Also remember to stay tuned into nature and all your senses. Which way is the wind blowing from? Which way is north? In an urban landscape, satellites can often help with determining direction. Where I live, most face southwest. A fun one is to try and spot all the video cameras watching you. Imagine what you would do under certain circumstances, like if it started to hail or a lightning storm was right overhead. Where could you take cover? If some sort of social unrest occurred, where would you hide quick? And where is your safest access to out of the area that you're in? What tools could you scavenge from the landscape that might be useful, such as a scrap of plywood to board up a window, or a piece of plastic that could do the same or could also be used to catch rainwater? Where could you get firewood or other fuel from to heat if electricity is down or to cook on? You will want to watch people that could potentially be known up to no good. The more you map now and every day as you move through the world, the quicker you'll be able to respond when the storm comes. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So good. Man. That was a ton of fun to shoot that. 
yeah that's kind of like that was kind of like my dream job coming through right there playing around with that clip <laughs> nice. I, I think kim had a lot of fun on it as well so it's uh -huh. looking really really good uh, you know the, i'm just i'm so excited about the course <laughs> it's it's gonna be so cool to take people through um almost like as we said a video game where they're the character in the story and they've got to get through this storm and i mean it's kind of like in, in school growing up we always did fire drills in the just in case there's ever a fire you know we're all prepared everybody's on the yeah. same page this is the exact same thing you, this is like your family's fire drill you go through survive the storms in the just in case there's ever a huge super storm or like a giant earthquake i mean working with you i'm learning so much more about um some of the damage that's been done but what was it hurricane hurricane uh irma and katrina like the power lines and and electricity was out for weeks after the storms hit weeks mm -hmm. and so one of the yeah i was just gonna I say, was just like, gonna say the just... other thing i think i want people to understand coming out of this is the skill sets that we're learning in this go so far beyond like actually surviving yeah. a hurricane or an earthquake you know yeah uh, there's stuff that you can use for a host of different situations whether you find yourself in a first aid scenario at work you know or whatever you know you're downtown and and a, a giant fight breaks out you know it doesn't have to be these big giant massive things like it's just really useful skills to navigating life yeah um and right. if you're really clever in the way you think some of these things can even be applied to just you know business and and life principles and even enjoyment of ecology in the natural world so there, there really are principles that are useful for a host of other things including uh surviving these big storms so mm -hmm. yeah it's a big part it's like we never know when this stuff's really going to hit and so just having the awareness that you've brought, like one of the one of the scenarios that we play out in this course um, was, you know, you might be let off from work a little early to get home, to hunker down. But as you get there, your the road to your community is blocked off and everybody's been evacuated already, you know, and it's like, oh, we didn't plan for that part. Like the plan was us to get home and then we all leave, you know, so it's like these other parts that you're bringing to the to the puzzle to be prepared for yeah you know because it doesn't have to necessarily be a storm like you said like a fight or what if just a a wildfire that you weren't expecting or a truck flips on the highway and it releases toxic smoke into your community right you never know it could happen at any point these things totally yeah. so yeah it was i'm really looking forward to just continuing to grow my awareness in this by doing this with you yeah so i'm, I'm curious um, to go back a little bit, like how did you get onto this path of wilderness survival and uh, emergency preparedness? Like how did that become the thing that you do in life? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that, that's, a, that's a super long story. Uh, let me try and highlight a couple yeah. <laughs> little pieces along there. Um, so I was an outdoors kid growing up, you know, like I used to go camping with my dad, Boy Scouts, all that kind of stuff. And I always had this dream of living in the woods. Um, so when I was 19, I basically headed off to go do that. Uh, I did a year of college, dropped out uh, and moved out to the mountains to go live in the mountains um, and had a bit of a rude awakening out there to realize how little I actually knew. Um, and simultaneously, I hit this point where I realized like amongst my friends and my family and community, I was the outdoors guy and I was the skilled guy. Um, and then I started meeting these people um, that like opened me up to ways of understanding the natural world and reading the landscape that I didn't even know were possible. You know, people that could listen to the birds and tell you that there was a bear or a cougar out in the woods based on the sounds of the birds or that there's a person walking down the trail, you know, 
people that could look at the ground and not only see that there was a, a fox that went through there two days ago, that but it was a female fox that was in estrus and she was moving at this speed, you know. Uh, and I was just awakened to like human potential in context to our relationship with the land. Uh, so that really, really inspired me. And I basically took like eight years of my life and just studied like a freak, training as much as I could in the woods, going to different schools, got into wilderness guiding. Um, and then when I was working as a backcountry wilderness guide doing canoe trips and dog sledding expeditions, I actually had a real drawing to the risk management component of it. So whenever something went down, you know, like a big emergency, someone got hurt, uh, someone was lost, whatever, that's when I would really like step up and get, um, just kind of get into my A game. Um, and then simultaneously, I, I've been an ecologist my whole life. So tracking the state of the world, I started getting really concerned about the direction that things are going in the world right now. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons to have, uh, to think that things aren't going to be the same the next 10 years as they were the last, um, and that the world is really changing quickly. Um, so uh, I started thinking about, you know, how can I take what I've learned from survival and the study of ecology and connection to the land, um, and then bridge that with some of the predicaments that we're in. So that led me to going back to school to study emergency disaster management. Uh, I got into doing consulting. Um, so working with governments, municipalities, private businesses on their disaster planning. And then Changing World is me now kind of taking the best of modern day emergency preparedness, bridging it with the wilderness, urban survival, bridging it with ecology, um, and bringing it to the people on a grassroots level. Um, so that's kind of, <laughs> there's my story in a, in a nutshell right there, and, and where Survive the Storm and Changing World comes out of. Nice. Well, yeah, no matter, you know, the path, you definitely have the information that's that's um, really ripe for the picking at this point. There's just so many people out there that are in need of just being able to survive because it's coming down to that. Hey, um, what was your, um, or what has been in, or is your favorite part of being in the GEA right now, being up on the mountain? What have you enjoyed the most? Um, geez, there's a lot of part, you know, the, the excitement about ideas. I'm an ideas guy. Uh, so I love just the brainstorming, you know, I love jamming with other people, even on like their ideas and where they're going and helping to come up with like, cool, this is what I want to create, but like, how do I get there? Or I'm yeah. stuck and I need to come up with the perfect tagline or, uh, the perfect theme, you know, we've had some awesome brainstorms around how do I, people have this topic, but like, how do I make it exciting online, you know? Yeah. Huh. So I think the community is probably really my favorite part about the, the uh, Grady course venture in general. Uh, and, and then the cool moments of inspiration that come uh, when you're jamming with so many different kind of minds on the ideas. Mm. And what yeah. about, what about what's your least favorite part? Um how freaking slow everything goes and how long it takes <laughs> i hear you <laughs> although, man. although i'm learning i'm trying to actually reframe my relationship with that and, and i've been really thinking about the long game now you know yeah uh, when i got into this i was very much into this like sweet i'm gonna go online and like you know make a bunch of money really quickly and be able to change my life and and now i'm realizing that uh, that is exactly what i'm doing and i'm already seeing the results but it's a long game um and, you know, all yeah, of those sure big is. names in the online world, none of them were like overnight successes. I mean, maybe a, a few of them were, but most of them, it was like several years of like grinding it out, making mistakes, being a nobody. And then like all of that compounded and then they had their break and then suddenly uh, they're living the dream. And, and you know? it just appears like an overnight success. Yeah. 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 And you, you know, do get so, those from time to time, those overnight successes, they just somehow in the right place at the right time, lightning strikes, you know, essentially. And yeah. then, you know, everyone tries. And then the moments of self-doubt, you know, I think is a very real part of the journey too. And that, that part can be frustrating, but that's even really uh, myself, you know, I'm such a geek for survival training and human optimization is that I even see the moments of self-doubt 
uh, as a training opportunity to, mm. to step up and overcome it and to have the mental strength to get through that, you know, uh, and to ask, cool, why am I doubting myself? And instead of letting doubt defeat you, come up yeah. with a solution to why you're doubting yourself and, and right. eliminate that, that barrier or that blockage, you know, um, and the community is huge in keeping that going, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like within the community and, and even within your guys' journey, watching it over the years, everybody kind of has their ups and downs, you know, and I, I've seen, you know, Brad and Blair kind of have their, <laughs> their down moments too, but like, you know, as long as someone in the community is having an up moment at that time, then we just kind of keep each other rolling in that yeah. direction, you know, and hopefully it's like the whole thing is undulating upwards. It <laughs> seems time, like that. You know? I can definitely feel that type of momentum happening right now. Just seeing the amazing people that are coming and um, seeing the products of what people are, are now starting to produce. And it's, yeah, we're, there's definitely this upward thing. I mean, it took us almost two years to figure out what the hell the great e-course adventure even was and how to communicate it to the world. You know, like, what is this? Yeah. How do we even describe this? Because it's, it's, it's so know. new Hopefully and different. Like um, I, I think with what you're doing right now with Survive the Storms is really going to um, stand out in the whole e-learning industry and in the whole survival world. I mean, there's so many survival resources on YouTube and stuff like that. Like anybody can go to YouTube and learn how to pack a grab bag. But um, do we do it? Usually not. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, what's really going to be set this course apart from others is that it is game like that you are a character in this big storm and you got to take action in the real world. Yeah. I was actually uh, last night, I was inspired by a conversation yesterday, just doing the script writing and Celeste went, uh, she took Soren to Victoria today. So they had to catch a ferry and it's a big drive and they're gone for a few days. And I said, what's our plan if there's an earthquake and everything gets destroyed am I coming to you or are you going to try and make your way back here? And so we had like uh -huh. a, a good conversation about uh -huh. it. And the plan is, is I would wait 24 hours and at which case I would find a boat and I would boat to her mother-in-law's who lives near the ocean. So it'd probably be like, you know, if I, if it was a rowboat that I managed to get, then <laughs> it would probably take me a few days in a rowboat. And if I could scoop or borrow or steal or, depending on how bad the situation is, uh, a motorboat, I could probably get there in like half a day sort of thing. What do you think of that plan, Chris? How huge is it for Celeste though? Like imagine that really did happen. Yeah. And Celeste is sitting there with your child and she's like, oh my goodness, what do I do? Do I like try and get home? Do I stay here? Like, yeah. And for her to just know now, like, no, I'm staying here. Yeah. Uh, Bradley's coming to me and now she can be working on, okay, what do we need? Like, okay, we need water, we need food, we need safe shelter so she's now working on the camp and homestead while yeah. you're trying to get to her exactly uh, I, yeah. that's huge right there and how many people don't have that game plan and thus both of you are now scrambling and just to um, one up it because i learned something from the conversation i mm -hmm. if she had to leave somewhere she would leave me a note in the fridge <laughs> yeah we're having this conversation yesterday <laughs> while we're going through the scripts and their original plan was to leave a note on the door <laughs> so, but if you're in a hurricane it's not gonna stay on the door yeah too or a flood you know it's <laughs> my emergency i'm see i'm i'm new to this prepping thing yeah so yeah it's that's why we have this course <laughs> i was and that's why i was like it's probably better in the fridge you know yeah. something that's sealed and well and if the whole <laughs> roof caved in on the fridge the fridge is probably still going to be standing so you just like go through the rubble open the <laughs> fridge just, door i gotta get to that note <laughs> yeah. oh a salami sandwich mm. yeah. delicious <laughs>
I'm wondering, I don't know how much time before you guys want to switch over, but did you want to chat about some of the, the lessons of kind of creating the course? Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. What have, what have some of your top lessons been on this journey? Cause you've been working on, I mean, we discussed the, the idea that we're now producing right now. It had to have been over a year ago when mm -hmm. the original idea formed. Yeah. Um, and so it's been over a year and now we're actually in production. Um, so what have some of your top lessons been? Uh, yeah, I, I, I was journaling on that one today, so I'm glad we're getting to that because nice. there's so many big ones. And I think it would have been really helpful for me to have learned some of these a little bit earlier on, although maybe I wouldn't have learned them as well uh, or even listened the case, to them, even it? if someone yeah. had said them earlier on. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but yes, yeah, probably some of the big ones for me. Um, one is like with the actual course itself, when I first got on the mountain, the vision that I had of what I wanted to create was way too big. Um, and simultaneously, I feel like I wasn't, there's a bit of a paradox here. I wasn't thinking big enough about the possibility of it in playing the mm. long game. Uh, while at the same time, I was thinking too big about my first step. Um, so I created this colossal course that I wanted to create right. um, that would have taken forever. And I, I guarantee you, if I had built that original course, I would have put a ton of time into it and no one would have bought it. Like mm. nobody wanted to do what I originally did. Like there'd be a handful of geeks like me that would go through it. Uh, <laughs> but I would have been another one of those stats where like I had a 95% dropout rate in my course, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, the, that's pretty really, I spent a lot of time actually putting out surveys and really trying to figure out like, what do people want? What do they do? And I realized, yes, people do want this content, but the people that want to do this don't want to spend more time on front of a computer. They want to spend less time on the computer. So I got to make this fun. I got to make it really short. Um, and then if people want to go deeper, they're going to come back and do the next one. Um, yep. But to be able to do it in really achievable small chunks and small blocks, which is why we're going for the six-day format. My mm. original course was going to be like three months long. And yeah, as I said, I'm almost certain no one would have signed up. So that yep. was a big one. Um, another nice. one was not forgetting who I was um, in all of this, because I feel like about a year in, um, I was getting so kind of sucked into like all of the talk and lingo and rules of what online stuff is. Uh, and I was trying to like conform myself to be that. Um, and I, I realized to kind of go back to the, I actually had a moment sitting up in a tree one morning. It was literally like minus 20. And I was up there shivering, watching deer in this tree. I got up at sunrise and was doing this beautiful sit. And I had this epiphany moment where I'm like, I don't even like what I'm creating right now. Like this doesn't feel like real. And I started thinking about, well, you know, I already have people that love me as an instructor. Why do they love me? And why do they like what I do? And why do they come back and take course after course with me? Uh, and I realized that was actually being lost online. Um, and then I needed to actually bring me, my real self, to my online stuff. But there's also a learning curve around that because online, uh, if I have someone for a class for a weekend, uh, I can talk and ramble and even have a really boring intro. Uh, and they're kind of stuck in the room with me. <laughs> online, if you don't yeah. pull them in in the first like five seconds, yeah, well, uh, you Facebook. lose them, right? So <laughs> there's then this Facebook, really cool yeah. learning curve around like, how do you be authentic, but also get to the point really quick? Yeah. And so it's really sent me on this journey of relearning the way I tell stories because I tell them differently online now than I would have, um, than I do in person. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've found some great resources. Uh, one of my favorites was uh, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Uh, it's an amazing book around like the hero's journey um, in telling a story uh, for a business. Working with Ted Hargrave stuff with his niching spiral and I actually paid Ted for a couple of coaching calls, which were so worth it. Yeah. Uh, and coach basically helped me just refine, refine, refine. You know, you write something and he's like, okay, now cut it in half. Now cut it in half. Like, what are the key messages, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, I put out a survey to a whole bunch of my friends kind of asking them, um, what, what were your concerns about the world? 
But the question that really has been the most valuable is I said, what would it mean to you to feel like you had the tools to take care of your family if something big ever happened? Uh, and what came out of that was confidence and peace of mind. And I realized well, nobody wants to sign up for an e-course on emergency preparedness. People want to be confident and they can take care of their family. Uh, so now it's like retelling the story around developing confidence to take care of your family if you need to, as opposed to like, come do this cool e-course on preparedness. Yeah. No one cares about e-courses on preparedness, you know? Um, so there's been so many cool lessons like that along the way. Uh, maybe I'll share one other one is not trying to do, I'm glad I tried to do everything myself to start off the journey. Uh, Cause I feel like I've learned a little bit of web development. I've learned a little bit about copywriting. I've learned a little bit about all these things. Um, but trying to do everything yourself, there's too much. And, yeah. um, especially if you're doing something big, I mean, for a smaller course, my first course, the tracking one, I did all on my own and it actually, that worked absolutely fine. But for a bigger project, you know, doubling down on what you're really good at yeah. uh, and having other people do the parts that you're not good at is so, so worth it, you know? Yeah. Um, and to be able to do that, you need to think a little bit bigger, you know, and you have to believe in yourself and kind of be committed to like, okay, I'm taking a bigger risk here. Uh, thus, I need to make a bigger commitment that I'm going to not let those failures hold me down and hold me back um, because I have to succeed at this. I'm, I'm going in, you know, Yeah. Uh, and being committed to that long game of just like constantly taking in those lessons, refining, going back to the drawing board. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those are some of the big ones for me. And I will say, I will say um, as well, like the reason we approached you about collaborating is because we've seen you continually show up mm. and keep going and keep learning and like trying your ideas out and like sharing your lessons at the campfire. Like um, a lot of people will kind of talk about the big visions and then they wait for the team to show up. But what I really loved about you that, that I can also reflect about my own journey is like you weren't waiting for your team to show up. You were taking action and doing the best job you could and learning and growing as you went so that when it was time for the team to come on, you'd already had all those lessons and it was like, it was fully game time, you know, like, okay, yeah. here we are. Yeah, Let's do it. Real beauty of, of taking the time to learn a little bit of all of those pieces is that it helps us communicate to our team members more effectively. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. We start to understand what they're doing and, and how just like what with purpose five and, and the uh, conversion experts, and you know going through and right now you're going through doing all that online marketing and facebook yeah. ads and yeah you know but we're able to hand that off and now you'll you'll be able to have that rapport with the people doing that mm -hmm. so much more effectively speaking the same yeah. language and because i spent a bit of time doing my own videos at first it's actually so much more helpful now that i've got a video person yeah. like i can ha i can speak with her about it and speak the language a little bit yeah. uh, and i can actually offer useful feedback to her um, even though she's so much more talented yeah. uh, and she can do way better quality stuff in a fraction of the time, you know? Uh -huh. um, so I'm, I'm glad I took those, these couple of years to actually dabble in all of that, which is kind of what the eCourse Adventure teaches you how to do. You know, Technotis is Temple uh, teaches yeah. you the tech part, right? You know, the Creedora Height is like the brainstorming stuff, you know, Validation Swamp, like all these things teach you aspects of those little pieces. So I feel like understanding all of those, if you're serious about the long game as an entrepreneur, it's worth uh, diving into all of those things. And then once you feel like you've got a grasp on it, uh, I feel like it's time to like double down on what you do well and then pull in the team to, to make the vision come true, you know? Yeah. 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 That's why it's so important to take your time through the first couple checkpoints, you know, and do all that journaling and getting clear. So when you start creating these behemoths, you know, of, of e-courses <laughs> that do take, you know, months or sometimes years, you don't get to that, to the end point and no one's buying. 
and you mm-hmm. just wasted your time and energy. And I think that's what people have to real realize is like we're really changing the whole industry here with mm-hmm. online education. That like a course used to be made in a weekend, but the way that we're wanting our students and for all of you out there to build your courses, you're creating something that's truly engaging and entertaining and exciting for students to go through. So they actually take away and come out the other end with real skills and yeah. real life. And it's kind of like merging, you know, Hollywood movie making with, with course creation and, and education. And so there's just so many other layers and lessons that have to take place on the journey, mm-hmm. but it's so fulfilling because you know, we're build, we're making art, we're entrepreneurs and we're creating art. And it's such yeah. a, it's a beautiful experience. I like thinking of it as, um, you know, when you, when you go to a really good workshop and, and, you know, whoever's listening out there right now, just like reflecting back that there's sometimes there's certain teachers, it was, eh, it was all right. And there's other ones that are just really good, you know, and they've spent, you know, decades sometimes teaching their stuff and they've been in front of thousands upon thousands of students and they just know how to work, work a circle or a crowd or a room. And this, you know, it's just, it's, it's awesome. And then that's the years that it takes just when that's what the essence we're trying to bring into these courses. So therefore the experience is, is rich and enticing and engaging compared to just the information, you know, like that's, that's mm-hmm. the thing we've gone through the information age that's past us. Now we're moving mm-hmm. past that into experience. Yeah. And that's why that's like right above here. It says experience, the new frontier of online education. Mm-hmm. That's our whole mandate. You know, that's our mission. Yeah. So what, um, what advice would you have for any of the adventurers who are just starting out? They're just climbing the mountain or they're at that, that stage of the journey where they're really overwhelmed because they took on more than what they're actually capable of doing Mm. right now. (laughs) Right. Where the fantasy and the real world aren't quite meeting up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, is that Um, an earthquake? Chris, are you prepared? Are you going to be okay? Get the grab bag. Go, go, go. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's safe, That's how everybody. we do our after effects here at the, uh, the storms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think one thing if you're in that overwhelm state is, is just happen reaching out to the community, you know, uh, and chatting with folks that have been through it. And it's been so what's actually been really helpful for me is even listening to a lot of like business podcasts. And hearing all of these super successful big names of businesses, you know, the Tim Ferrises and the Pat Flynn's and all these people talking about how they were in that place of being overwhelmed and not having any money. And like all of them have that story, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and for me, I've, I've listened to so many podcasts now and I've heard the story so many times uh, that I just like know in my body that it's like whether I'm successful or not is a choice that I have to make. It has nothing to do whether I'm capable. Uh, it's whether I'm actually willing to put in the time and work to get there. Yep. Um, and right. I've heard the story enough times to know uh, that that's, that's, that is an archetype. That is yep. a story of all these successful entrepreneurs, you know? So I think for people that like surround themselves with other people that have been on the journey longer and to hear their stories of struggling and being in that same place, it's that like little bit of pat on the back. Um, and then the other part I, I think is, you know, not to hesitate to just step back, take a breath, um, and, and go back to the drawing board, you know, speak to the people, uh, that you're creating this course for, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm sure most folks, you know, a lot of us under, er, a lot of people underutilize our own friends and our existing network to give us feedback on, on our stuff, you know, 
Uh, and they've been so valuable for me to like make a video and then send it to some of my friends. And to be honest, the first version of Survive the Storm I made, um, I made the video, this is when I was doing it on my own. And I sent it to my cousin and his girlfriend at the time, or actually they were married, his wife. Um, and I'm like, hey, can you give me some honest feedback on it? And her honest feedback was like, I get where you're going, but this sucks. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's actually like really corny. And like, I wouldn't buy this, even though I want to learn what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and I could have just let that defeat me. Um, but she just saved me a ton of time and oh, a ton yeah. of work because I could have produced that whole thing and then not gone anywhere with it, yeah. you know? Um, so get feedback early on and get lots of it and be completely open to real feedback, you know? Mm, yeah. uh, and don't take feedback that like this sucks as a bad thing. Take it as like, great. Okay, why does it suck? Because yeah. um, she said like, I get where you're going. Um, I want to learn what you're trying to teach, but you're doing a terrible job right now. So instead <laughs> of me being like, oh, I suck, I'm defeated. It's like, yeah. okay, well, what do I need to do to do a better job? Yeah. And then she she gave me some real constructive feedback. Like, Amazing. well, this scene here, this is really cheesy acting and your green screen's got a hue around it. And like, whatever, I'm, even your background, you're in your house and it's a mess. And it's like, I don't relate to that. Like, you know, you look yeah. sloppy, you know? And all these little things are like, okay, right? No, we have a nicer, cleaner background, shoot in a cleaner house. Don't use my friend as an actor that doesn't know how to act, you know? And yeah. Um, and just keep like refining. And then I literally made another one like like eight months later. Um, and same kind of thing. But this one I shared with the same thing. I shared with a couple other friends. And like literally the moment I hit send, I'm like, I'm not using this one. I'm scrapping this. Huh. <laughs> you know? Um, and now we're at the point where I'm like pumped about everything that we're producing. Yeah. Um, but I I think, you know, there's this uh concept there's a book called the the lean startup it's actually really good and they have this concept of the minimum viable product um and the whole idea is like how do you make something with very little effort on your time fast to get a whole bunch of useful feedback yeah. and you make that product with the whole thought that you're going to redo it later you know mm, yeah um so probably my advice to some of the people out here is once you get your basic kind of concept in mind then make some really simple quick cheesy version of it um, that's in the direction that you want to go and get some feedback on it. Do people actually want it? And then totally. ask them if they don't like it or like, I'll even send a video to someone and be like, when did you start getting bored while you were watching this video? You know, at what point did you find yourself tuning out or looking at your phone, you know? And then I'll go back and look at that point in the video and be like, okay, yeah, I can see why that, like, I'm actually starting to tune out of myself talking now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's when we're in it, we, we get so blinded by yeah. the vision that we have and hold of, of the miracle that we're trying to create, the yeah. fantasy, you know, right? Yeah. So I'm going to summarize that to say that, you know, uh, to surround yourself with good people and realize that there's nothing, you're 100% capable, it's a choice. So it's not whether you're good enough, it's whether you're choosing yeah. to put in the time to get there, Yeah. Uh, I think is one of the, the huge lessons there. And to be super open to feedback and don't take mm -hmm. criticism that what you did actually sucked as being a bad thing. Take that as a good thing and get tons of it earlier on in your journey. Um, so that you hit that point where you're finally feeling really stoked about That's what so you're great. putting out in the world really really great advice you're a good teacher you're a good I teacher like how you, even, <laughs> you brought it back i'm going to just reiterate the main points <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's wonderful and and that's where like we keep saying over and over again and, and just always be creating that's something that brad taught me early on just the abcs um always be creating and just getting getting what you can now out so you get that most critical feedback yeah so you can revise so we just we are in alignment with everybody else 
out there because it's not about what we can just create for ourselves. It's, it's coming around to the more we can create what we want to, that's in alignment with the greater community, then that's where success mm-hmm. lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to be in service to these people. We can't be sitting in the basement, basement tinkering in the hopes that people are going to like discover us or something. We got to be putting our stuff out into the world, out even there. if it's not yeah. perfect yet. It's uncomfortable, right? It can be uncomfortable. Um, and that means you're growing. So Chris, where can people find out about what you're doing in the world and also to get on some waiting list or something to be able to join survive the storms? Yeah. So I just launched my new website. I designed my first one myself, uh, a year and a half ago. Um, and I hit the point where I'm confident enough in what we're doing now that I finally bit the bullet and actually just paid a team to build a new website. And nice. it's so much freaking better, <laughs> uh, which is exciting. So changingworldproject.com is the new website. And if you scroll to the bottom, it says adventure learning. Um, and that's where you can sign up to get on the waiting list if you're interested in the Survive the Storm series. Awesome. Or get on the newsletter there that you can join. I was just I, I was just there yesterday checking it out and took your quiz. Uh, if, if I would survive or not, if something like that happened. And luckily enough, I got uh, I got like a good 75% or better, right? I was in the top top part, so I'm going to survive. I'm good. Like you're, <laughs> you're 75% likely to survive. You're, there's still a 25% chance. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to focus on that part. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. I'm sure I'm probably in the same. So hopefully there will be some overlap so yeah. we can survive together. Yeah, and we know Chris. Yeah. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> you don't happen to have a boat that I could borrow in case there's something goes down in the next couple of days here. No, okay. no. Don't I'm, worry. I, there's tons in the canal out here. So we'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Chris. Well, it's such a pleasure to get to work with you. I'm so pumped. I, I mean, our intention is that we get the course live sometime between Canadian Thanksgiving and American Thanksgiving. For sure. Like guaranteed. It will definitely be sometime in that window of October, November. Of Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, it'll be in the seasons of thanks. (laughs) And you will be thankful that you signed up for Survive the Storms when it comes out. Yeah, totally. And and when the course goes live, we'll definitely bring you back and celebrate your launch summit victory of of arriving to the mountaintop and launching this course. I think it's going to be loved by many, many thousands of people because Mm. it's time. The world needs it. The world needs you, Chris. Da-da-da-da! Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah, it's been a real joy working with you, Chris, and having you on the show. Um, definitely want to have you back. We can chat more. There's a lot that we can learn from you, too, from your experiences. So we'll do that soon. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Thanks, guys. This was great. Um, best of luck to everyone else out there. We'll see you on the mountain. Um, don't hesitate to reach out. And, nice. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get through your challenges together. Yeah. And celebrate your successes together. Awesome. Cool. Stay safe out there. Cheers. <laughs> Bye. Awesome. Well, I guess it's uh, it's time. It's time. What what time is that, Brad? It's time for. How, How did you do that? Mm-hmm. There was a moment of harmony around do there. I know, and I was considering going down and doing a little thing, but that sometimes throws you off. It sounded good. So what are we good, yeah. what are we showing people this week? What are, well. We talked about showing peeps how we did that thing with uh, After Effects and how I created the newsroom. Nice. Um, so that's a good thing to show. 
Yeah, so if you remember earlier, we showed you Paige in the newsroom doing the news report. Well, that was a template that we found. So I'm just going to come over here, get this going here. Give me a sec. All right, I think we're good. Screen share. There we go. So what did we do? So this is the Envato Market, also known as VideoHive.net. Um, and so I was searching around for um, newsroom packages and stuff like that, intros, whatever I could find at the time. This is all a big part of the whole pre-production part, you know, side of, of doing your work. And we knew we had a news theme. And so I found uh, all these amazing broadcast design packages, news packages. And um, this is amazing. So as you can see, the regular license, is, it's only $53 US um, for a regular license. That's if you're just not going to sell anything. And then the extended license is $265 if you're going to be making money off of this. Which is still, I mean, considering the amount oh of God. work you'd have to pay somebody to I wouldn't even know to where to start to make something this quality. I'm not an <laughs> After Effects artist. I'm more of a technician myself. Yeah. And, um, and what you get is all this stuff here. So you get the studio. Um, it's very easy to customize. You get your openings. You get all those lower thirds of just like with the names and stuff like that. Headlines, split screens, more than I definitely needed for this project. Yeah. And you can see here some of the screenshots. So the intro, I was able to go in and because I have some After Effects knowledge enough to be able, I was able to change the logo and the name uh, to customize that for our need. And then the newsroom. So we, you know, we took our, our shot with Paige in front of the green screen and I replaced um, this, this dude with, with her. And um, yeah, it's just kind of like the, the logo or the logo and the, the lower third with the breaking news headline did that. And we've got this coming, this scene coming up here with where we'll be talking between Paige and Chris and it's the split screen. So that's pretty much how we did that. And now let's just say just hypothetically, you know, somebody doesn't have any after effects skills, but there are quite a few people on um, say Fiverr.com that do after yeah. effects. Could somebody say, film their scene on on green screen and then set like purchase the license for for this particular package and then send their green screen and this package with like really detailed instructions on where they want the logos and what they want in the lower thirds and all that sort of stuff to somebody on Fiverr and somebody on Fiverr could just take all that and that's and my put assumption together. that's what I would definitely believe so yeah you know and that's that's where you can find um you know an artist or a technician familiar with after effects and you could even um you, you could probably even say like this is what i want and they might even be able to just add this to the price that they offer so they'll download it yeah you know that's where you just have to reach out to them but that is definitely doable there's people out there looking for jobs and um, are willing to help you out so yeah. that's where yeah you just tell them like you know i want this to say changing world news and you know they can help you if you the more you give them and the, and the better the details the yeah. the usually the, the cheaper the price will be because they just know okay this is what i'm doing the more you throw at them if they have yeah. to start doing a lot of that work for you then it's going to cost more but yeah. it's you know that's part of the trade-off and 
Yeah, you want to make sure if you're hiring out, um, whether it's through Fiverr or uh, any other of the um, websites out there where you can hire people to work with you, that your instruction guide of exactly what you want is so clearly articulated that you've got bolds in the right places so that it's, it's broken up in a way that's really legible for them to understand exactly what you want. Like, you know, for this where Paige was sitting there, like that oh, yeah. you would you would say, like, you know, in the the lower third, I want to say breaking news and then under that dangerous superstorm gain strength and then underneath that in the gray, like you just all of that stuff needs to be so crystal clear so yeah. that it's easy for them to just be like, oh, okay, I can go into this template and make that for you. Right, because they can't read your mind. Um, so the more that you can get clear, but that can also be communication. You might not fully know, and it's yeah. just going to take some more time, but that's, think of that necessary, you know, as maybe your tuition to if you were going to school to learn this, um, that you're just, you're paying for that. Sometimes you have to pay to learn and that's going to be one of the lessons that you come out and next time you do it, it's going to be a lot easier, a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, but you know, as you can see, it's come along like each one of these screens, I needed to source out some footage and fill each one of these screens back here. Um, you know, that took me time. I, um, you know, I needed to make sure that she was cut out properly and bring that in. So it took definitely a lot of my own skills and resources. Yeah. Knowing these programs, how to do that, you know, and how to make that work. Because I'm, I'm flipping between After Effects, rendering things out, bringing it over to Premiere Pro, piecing it together, taking things from Premiere Pro, bringing it over to After Effects. So it, it definitely is a dance and I'm definitely not like I'm probably doing it in ways that could be better for sure. And if uh, anyone listening and, you know, wants to school me on some of this, by all means, I'm still definitely open to learning a better way. Um, but it's working. It's working for us at this stage and it's looking awesome. Yeah. You know, and that's where we just put a, um, a hurricane image up here just to keep things kind of happening and. Yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing this, getting the rest of the footage from Chris and Kim over over on from their side and piecing it together, the conversations. and We should have the whole first lesson all compiled in the next couple of weeks, and then we'll be diving into producing the, uh, the final five videos. And those will be so much easier because the foundation will be laid for these. So, yeah. you know, as, you're, as we go, we're always creating templates to be able to duplicate the next stages so that they're always easier yeah and that's what i just have oh and the music live from the changing world studio this is barbara cooper we bring you this breaking news story <laughs> <laughs> so now yeah like have that uh voiceover it's something i'm still wanting to create and the music uh we still need to purchase but we found the one from audio jungle audio jungle yeah yeah and um yeah and, and Paige see. rocked it i mean we did auditions we probably had about 10 people audition for the news anchor piece we did a on our local classifieds and uh and then Paige, who we hired a few weeks ago um, yeah. like the day we were going to make our decision she's like oh guys i made this like i, I made a an audition an audition tape so she shows the tape we're like this is really good and our hopes were to have a female news anchor just to balance the energy between Chris and the news anchor yeah. um, and all of the auditions were all from men. So it was really awesome that like just in the final hour page got hers in and she, she did a great job. 
Yeah, and I have to say, like, I just love how these these um, these things, all the little graphics are moving. It makes it a really professional thing. All the headlines are scrolling and changing. This live news thing um, switches back and forth, and it just adds a really nice touch. All the screens and the um, the monitors in the background are flickering, doing their thing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's absolutely wonderful and um, makes makes for a really convincing product. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, the theme is working. The theme is definitely working. Hallelujah. So there you go, folks. That's how we did that. And uh, next week on eCourse Adventures Live, next week we have Len Mark- Marketin from Podia and Podia is one of the recommended e-course platforms that we recommend students use. We've got uh, two of our courses up on their platform right now, the Art of e-course creation as well as Green Screen Magic. And uh, they're one of our new partners here at e-course adventures. And so Len's gonna come on and uh, really lay down what Podia is all about, how they came to be and give us a tour of what our courses look like in Podia and show you how easy it is to build courses inside of the Podia platform. So that will be next week, Tuesday, September, maybe the 4th. It must be the, it's the 4th of September next week for God's sake. Crazy. How's that happen? What the heck? Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) So hopefully you get to spend uh, the last of your summer days doing something amazing getting outside and doing yourself get off the computer for christ's sakes yeah and for for the in the next couple weeks we're gonna have um these shows are actually gonna be a podcast very soon yeah and maybe in the future you're actually listening to this as a podcast right now and it's kind of a big deal yeah we did it from the past to the present our future your present moment right now here we are hallelujah in your ears thanks for uh tuning in everybody and we'll see you next time. Bye.